0: episode 100
1: 100 wait aren't we supposed to have 300 we're not going to be able to defeat these persians with 100 episodes
0: we're gonna podcast in the shade
1: our ratings will blot out the sun
0: this is trailer Blaster. i suppose this david
1: winneman remember us When you get to episode 200 And you can't take it anymore And you move on to a new podcast Remember
0: us But Quasimodo uh,
2: (laughs) Is going to betray this podcast
1: You, Ben Moon May you live forever
2: I don't I can't, I'm not a vampire
1: Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen 300
2: Me too, it's (laughs) been over a decade I think so Yeah (laughs) That, so, folks, you're, you, what you got was the best, as Nick and I can recall, 300 for the uh, episode, which is 100.
1: Yeah, this is the 100th episode. Uh, we, we were going to have a a big, huge event with, like, many celebrity guest stars chiming in to say how they felt about the show and, like, a parade and fireworks and stuff. But I got a new puppy on Thursday, and I've been really busy this weekend.
2: Yeah, the puppy is is uh, the puppy takes priority, you know. He does, folks. If this is the first time you're listening, what a weird one to start with! You're starting on the 100th episode.
1: Yeah, usually usually you don't start with 100. Although this is a uh, like a time sensitive news oriented, entertainment news oriented podcast, so I guess jumping in at the current time frame makes more sense.
2: Yeah, I think I think it does too. Uh, But this is the Trailer Blazures, the Trailer Blazures podcast, also known as the Dumb Dudes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. Ben Moon.
1: I'm the other one, Nick Kelly.
2: And uh, we're really just here. uh, We've made $10 in the 100 episodes of doing this, haven't we?
1: We have. uh, I mean, I have to pay to host it, so we're... That just deducts from how far in the hole we are. Yeah,
2: we're in the hole, for sure. Uh, Although
1: people keep telling me they would do a, a Patreon.
2: <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do a jokey Patreon and you can you know give us a dollar. I wouldn't charge yeah, more than a dollar.
1: We'll do something and then we'll watch Desert Strike and we'll do a Mystery Science Theater episode of Desert Strike and the Patreon.
2: Yeah, the, uh, stuff that only the, Patre- the jokey Patreon supporters will get. Uh, it'll be worth a dollar. It'd be worth a dollar, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Derek says there's a way of like doing a per episode thing, so you don't have to pay for stuff unless there's content. People might like that.
2: I don't know nothing about that.
1: I don't either. But uh, what else? I what else do I not know about what you watched? So tell me, won't you?
2: What we done watched? I will tell you. Uh, so first of all, I've been watching your Instagram because I got to see that Doge.
1: Oh, he's a very cute Doge. He's a, sh- he's a Shiba Eno, so he is a Doge. Shiba
2: Doge, guys! If you have not seen Nick's dog, um, do you like to cry? Do you like to melt? Um, do you want? Do you have a desire to put your face on something? That that is what this dog does to you.
1: Yeah, if you want to see him, my personal Instagram is at Irish I'll put a link in the show notes.
2: Gotta see this Dutch. I've been watching that. Uh, but as far as like shows and stuff, I've been watching a lot of Gundam still. Still on that Gundam kick. Uh, How are you liking them? Um, so I'm I've been watching Mobile Suit Gundam 08th MS team, which is kind of like a military ground-based type Gundam stuff. It's okay. It's kind of weird. and uh, there's some weird stuff in it. Like, and just kind of like eh, kinda of weird. Um, I've also been watching the Mobile Suit Gundam 0, and this might be. One of my favorite Gundam things that I've seen yet. It's got an interesting premise. And uh, the Gundams are cool. And it's going in some weird directions. But it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking that one. Uh, and then uh, I'll save the last thing that I watched uh, for when you talk about it. Because we'll both talk about it.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I watched is last weekend... We recorded on Thursday, so like behind the curtain, we recorded on Thursday last week, it's usually Friday, today it's Saturday. So on actual Friday last week, I went over to my cousins and we watched The Green Knight, the A24 Green Knight movie. This is
2: a divisive movie, I gotta hear what you think.
1: Yeah, so it is divisive, even among people I know, because Jay didn't like it, and Kevin did like it, and I watched it, and I liked it, I thought it was good. It's it's not an action movie in any way at all. Like zero percent, it isn't. It's a weird fantasy quest movie that is the Green Knight, and there's a there's some play with time and and it makes sense uh, if you watch it. You'll you'll see what they're alluding to from the beginning of the movie with the time stuff. Uh, but it's I thought it was cool. It was real moody and atmospheric. Uh, and I could li- listen to Ralph Einsen talk all the time with that gravel monster voice he has. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. It's not the best movie ever made. It's just I, I did enjoy watching it. And then I finished watching o- uh, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu because the season finale was on Tuesday. That's one of the best uh, series I've seen in a while, like, recently. It's real funny. It's, like, a good story. The characters are all good. The premise is good, and they're making another season, so it's going to keep going. Um, I've been watching a lot of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, We watched the first 22 episodes, and then Jess has the movie on DVD, which takes place between episode 22 and 23. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, we just watched that today. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, It's Halloween-themed, too, so it was perfect to watch today. Nice. So I only have a couple more episodes now like, three more episodes, because we watched episode 23, and there's only 26, so I'm getting kind of sad, because I'm not a big anime guy, but I like Cowboy Bebop as much as I like any non-anime thing. Like, usually if I like an anime, I'm always like, well, for for an anime. (laughs) But Cowboy Bebop is really, really good. I love it a lot. That and, and Godzilla Singular Point were... Both this year and both really good.
2: Uh, is it? I thought Cowboy Bebop was four seasons.
1: No, it's, it's uh, 26 episodes.
2: Okay. I see. I originally thought that it was one season. And then when I went on Hulu, it was like, I thought it said four seasons. And I was like, oh.
1: Maybe they broke it up into short seasons. I, that's,
2: that's probably what they did. That's probably what they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it's 26 episodes. And then there's the two hour movie. Uh, I know I said it's this year I, I know it didn't come out this year I watched it this year That and Singular Point point. And I know I said Shiba I know Or something weird before I know it's Inu So don't correct me
2: I thought you said Shiba Inu
1: I think I combined Inu with uh, a different word Shiba Inu He's a Shubu Who, He's a Shuber
2: Shubu desu uh, He's cute, i know that Um. Alright, yep. so the thing that we both watched guys Out there, guys and gals dune we finally saw dune we saw dune in the theater
1: not together unfortunately no
2: not together and uh it is about what i expected and i loved it
1: i it falls into the echelon of adaptations that are near perfect like good omens the neil gaiman book that adaptation and dune it's almost word for word from the book to a point where i knew what people were going to say in certain places uh, the visuals are excellent. The special effects are excellent. The acting is excellent. The music is excellent. The direction is excellent. The way they visualized things that I had a hard time visualizing in my head while reading the book uh, surpassed my own imagination. So it's just it's it's pretty much a perfect adaptation so far part one of two
2: right right and uh so we're gonna be not we're not gonna be spoilery about this um but i agree there are some things that i had trouble imagining and they did an, an amazing job with it one of which was the ornithopters
1: yeah yep it turns out they're big dragonfly helicopters
2: yes and they were amazing like there's the, they looked real they were so cool uh, also, the mentat um, when like he so like he when he does a calculation, his eyes turn white. Uh-huh. Just a really like like small, simple effect that was really cool to sort of introduce you to that type of character. Um, and I also this is not spoiler or anything, but just I really like the way that they handled the Benny Jesserit, like the voice. Yes, it was so cool.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I wanted it to be like. And I was like, I hope they do it like this. Because that's how I pictured the voice in my head as working. Uh, the the design of everything is, is unique. It's not like lifted from another sci-fi style or property. The shields were cool looking. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was really good.
2: So I will say... Um... And again, this is not spoilery. You don't get a lot of the guild navigator stuff in this part one. I hope they have more of that in part two. You do see the guild navigator ships. Um, and the, it's amazing. Like they're, they're massive.
1: And you see some people from the guild with those big helmets that have the spice in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, do you think that those are the way all the guild folks are going to be, or do you think they're going to have ones in the big tanks?
1: Stage three navigators will be in the tanks. Yes. I mean, I have no reason to doubt anything will be omitted because nothing has been so right, far. Right. Yeah. Uh, these, this is an also not a spoiler, but uh, the only difference really is Liat Kynes is a, a man in the books and a woman in the movie.
2: I will. The aesthetic of Liat Kynes in this movie is so good. She looks so cool. Liat Kynes is great in this. Uh, it. it, it I don't know anybody that was mad about that I never heard I mean I'm sure there's like internet trolls that are mad about it.
1: those people don't matter they
2: don't they do not matter because she looks awesome. she's great in it. the I'm just trying to like th- there's it's pretty long so there's a lot in it and I'm just trying to think through everything
1: one one funny thing that happened when we saw it is when we got out of the theater me and Squeege uh, sponsor of the Squeege space episode. Uh, we're talking about it, and Derek's like, we should go outside because it's not cool to talk about a movie outside of the, the theater you just watched it in because there's people who haven't seen it walking around. And I was like, I agree, but I feel like me and Squeege could talk deep stage Dune and no one would understand a word we were saying.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch this again on HBO, Max.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I didn't watch it. like I wasn't going to watch it without paying for it and we rented a whole theater for I think we had eight people so we paid our share
2: yeah yeah dude I I left wanting more didn't you like I was like I'm ready for part two
1: yeah Uh David when we got out was like so when's part two and I said they haven't officially greenlit it yet and he was like if they don't greenlight this by tomorrow morning I'm gonna drive to Warner Brothers <laughs>
2: Uh, well, the last I saw was it made 130 million dollars overseas. Um, the I don't know what it's made here in the states. It had a hundred. It had 165 million dollar budget. That's not including marketing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I really need it to pick up this weekend. I really need some word of mouth to go out and, and it to do really well. I I I have to have part two.
1: I think they were projecting 40 million for the opening weekend which was higher than any of the other HBO simultaneous release movies. And it's uh, Denis Villeneuve's personal highest box office opening weekend. But also, he's going to get some leeway from the studio because they know they screwed up with this HBO thing. So I feel like he's going to get a mulligan and part two will be greenlit to keep him working for them because they pretty much lost Chris Nolan over this. I didn't know that. Yeah, he flipped out and uh, switched studios. So his movies aren't going to be Warner Brothers anymore. As far as I'm aware, he didn't go back to them.
2: Uh, Well, he better pick it back up after uh, Tenet and and make something good.
1: Yeah, for real.
2: Um, Guys, if you haven't seen Dune, even if you're not a Dune fan, if you haven't read the books, uh, this is an experience. You need to to go see this.
1: I brought a bunch of... Me and Squeege were the only ones who read the whole book, and everyone seemed to have enjoyed it. That was with me. Yeah, or at least if they didn't, they were being polite because <laughs> we invited them.
2: <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is what we done had watched this past week, and uh, we got a little bit of new news here.
0: This is the Dumb Dudes News Network.
1: So our first bit of news is. Uh, kind of ironic in that the the long embattled why the last man which took so long 20 years to get made has been canceled after one season
2: yeah i haven't even finished the season um i i think i will but i haven't just i haven't been just like loving it like i've got to have another season so i'm like not really upset about this currently yeah
1: that's how i i was pretty excited about it before it started but i've I don't like all of the storylines. Like, I really, really dislike the White House storyline. Yeah. I don't like any one of those characters. Yeah. I like the Yorick storyline. I like him and I like Agent 355. Yep. And I like his sister, but she... she, Her storyline right now is giving me anxiety. So <laughs> she's at the, the weird Missy Pile Costco, the war Costco. Yeah. So... Yeah. If it it might move to HBO Max, I hear. But if it doesn't, that I wouldn't be too distraught about it.
2: Nah, yeah. I think I I think if we had I don't know what the comics like, but I feel like we could have done better with the direction of this, like where like where they went, storylines that they did. Yeah,
1: I feel like it could be tighter.
2: Yeah, yeah, less political
1: yeah and and it's not like it's against my personal politics because it isn't it's just i don't i don't care about that yeah you same know? yeah i don't have uh a need for that in my fiction no
2: no for sure not uh next piece of news is all the marvel movies are shifting one release date
1: yeah so dr strange was going to come out in march but now they decided they're going to move everything back one release date so that they're not rushing effects houses and they're not rushing production, uh, which was met pretty much by everyone on the internet being sad, but all the directors of these movies were like, thank you. <laughs> so uh, Sam, f- I know Sam Raimi was really happy about this. Oh,
2: good. As a fan, I say, great.
1: We can yeah, wait. I, yeah, we waited, we waited already from 2020, like... I, I'm cool with it, you know?
2: Yeah, I take I take the same approach I do with video games. Like, better to have it late and right than uh on time and booger.
1: They're not gonna make any uh effects houses crunch like they did with Black Panther.
2: Yeah, don't do that. There was a little bit of gumby uh in Black Panther, you know? Yep. Just a little bit.
1: So the new releases I'll just run through quick. Yeah. Uh Doctor Strange comes out May sixth, Thor four is now July eighth. Black Panther 2 is now November 11th. Captain Marvel 3 is now February 17th, 2023. Ant-Man 3 is now July 28th, 2023. And then uh, an as-yet-untitled one that everyone thinks is Blade is November 3rd, 2023.
2: When's Captain Marvel 2?
1: I I meant Captain Marvel 2, uh, February 17th, 2023. Okay. I I wrote 3 here, but I think I was thinking of Ant-Man.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then uh, there's no word on if this affects the Disney Plus shows, but we don't have any releases, f- release dates for any of them past Hawkeye. So we just know that Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight and She Hulk are coming out next year.
2: Okay, and we don't know any other shows besides those, right? New ones?
1: We I think do because there's Armor Wars, which is the War Machine one, right, right. And there's Secret Invasion, which is the Abigail Brand Nick Fury one, with uh, Amelia Clark.
2: Give us Justin Hammer. That's what we want.
1: That's mainly in, if I could have one thing, like Marvel gives me a present every day, and I I still say if I could have one thing, it's Justin Hammer in Armor Wars, and he's the antagonist of that comic, so I think he will be in it. I, I
2: hope. I I don't know what Sam Rockwell's schedule looks like. I don't know what he wants to do. I just want him. I want him as Justin Hammer.
1: I feel like he'll want to do it. He seems like he had a lot of fun doing that character.
2: I hope so. Uh, all right, so that's uh, that's what's going on there. That's all the new news. And that brings us to the question times. The Quash Tomes.
1: This is a special 100 episode themed question time.
2: Indeed it is. And so, you know, being episode 100, you've heard, I assume, a lot of these. But what do you want to hear in the next one hundred episodes?
1: I think we should have some guests on. Uh I I can I believe I can get Adl Rafi from Hello from the Magic Tavern and Hey Riddle Riddle to be on this podcast. And he's you know, he's like my favorite podcast host, but I think I can do it. I, I'm I know him a little. I think I can get him on here, I'm pretty sure. And I would like to maybe get some other uh guests in here from time to time as well
2: i think it'd be fun i mean whether they're just guests doing games with us or if we're doing an interview with them i think it'd be kind of fun too so i'm sort of i'm sort of on the same wavelength with you there just having some guests or some interviews
1: i have i just thought of one right now i think we should have steph and brad play imdbs where we pick a bunch of movies about doubles
2: oh that's a good idea yeah Mm -hmm. that would be good um but let, let us know what do you want to hear in the next 100 episodes? If you got any good ideas or just something that you think would be good, just let us know. And uh, we'll tell you later in the show how to get in touch with us. And that brings us to the new new.
1: New new. New. And then we said it 100 more times.
2: New new. And then Scott Pilgrim, uh, young Neil says it. New new. Trailers, folks, we have an Adele Dazeen.
1: We originally only had uh, eight but I was like this is episode 100 we need an Adele Dazeen a wickedly talented Adele
2: Dazeen. Yeah, not not a weak sauce Adele 8. Adele yeah. 8.
1: Uh, but we don't I- need to Adelaide you guys. We'll we'll Adelize you when Adele comes on this podcast.
2: Boom. Uh, you just got dunked on. Uh, yeah. By Nick. All right. So, we got some good ones in here and we're actually going to start this off pretty strong with a trailer for The Batman.
1: Yeah, so, in his second year of fighting crime, Batman uncovers corruption in Gotham City that connects to his own family while facing a serial killer known as the Riddler. So, they're skipping all of the origin stuff, so we don't have to see any pearls in an alleyway. (laughs) Uh, This is year two Batman. He's already been Batman a while. Uh, It stars Robert Pattinson as Batman Bruce Wayne. We got Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Andy Serkis as Alfred. So, pretty much everyone's great. One of my favorite castings of all time, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I love Zoe Kravitz. I love Catwoman. So that's great. Um, we have Colin Farrell in ridiculous prosthetics to be Penguin. Like he doesn't even look like Colin Farrell, but he doesn't look like he's wearing prosthetics either.
2: So we so looking at our notes here for this movie, The Batman. We both put the same note in that this reminds us of the video games.
1: Yeah, this has a total Arkham like arkham asylum yes.
2: vibe to it like some of the colors and angles and shots and stuff it just was like god i feel like i've seen this before i was like in those games
1: his suit is so angular too
2: yeah i i still love the collar on the suit love the collar mm-hmm.
1: and i love how pointy i like batman to have long pointy ears instead of those short little nubs yeah yeah yeah
2: uh, and he looks like uh, he's pretty brutal in this man. He's not. He's not holding back punches.
1: Yeah, I was reading a thing that says he still doesn't kill people, and he's still very brutal.
2: Yeah, he'll. You'll wish you were
0: dead.
1: Also, uh, I guess this one. He's actually. You know how Batman is always called the world's greatest detective. Yeah. I guess this one actually has him being a detective, <laughs> which yes. has really not been done in a Batman movie before much.
2: No, it's it, it. seems to me, and I can be wrong, but from the trailers, it seems to me like the police accept him as like a mm-hmm. as a detective.
1: Yeah, because uh, they seem to be working with him, and, and he's got the bat signal and everything. Yeah, it's like in that in that aspect, it reminds me of the animated series.
2: Yes. I saw a headline or something that was like, somebody replaced scenes from the Batman trailer with the animated series or something. I didn't click on it.
1: I didn't click on it. I saw another one where they replaced it with scenes of Ted Lasso. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's so much stupid clickbait these days. I, just, I just <laughs> yeah. usually don't click on anything. Me too. Me uh, too. Uh, but yeah, I'm still like pretty hyped for this. Like I'll, I, I want this.
1: I'm extremely excited about it. Everything about it looks cool so far.
2: Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Uh, all right, so then the next trailer we've got here is Peacemaker. A full trailer for Peacemaker.
1: Yep, and this is an HBO series coming out January 22nd or something. and Or 25th. And uh, it's kind of the exact opposite of the Batman tone-wise. Because this is like a comedy. And it's the origin of the DC superhero, in quotes, so dedicated to world peace that he is prepared to use force of arms to achieve it. So this is John Cena from the suicide squad and uh steve Agee and jennifer holland who's james gunn's longtime girlfriend and it's those three are the main characters and there's a couple other people that aren't from the movie that are main characters i don't know them though and it's just him being hilarious john cena and i don't understand why he's so funny but he is i think it's because he has self-awareness
2: maybe so you know he. You know what he. There's. You get to see him in whitey Tidies doing stunts in this. Um, I figured out who he looks like. He looks like the original He-Man toys.
1: <laughs> he looks exactly like the original He-Man toys.
2: Like his body shape is not natural. It's 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 a He-Man toy.
1: Maybe that's why he's so funny because he looks like a He-Man toy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So this this still looks funny. Like I'll watch this. Um. It looks it looks funny.
1: I like it when the eagle is like walking alongside them on its on its feet on the ground.
2: <laughs> I like the eagle in the car with its head out of the window like a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> eagerly, eagerly. <laughs> yeah. So this this could be good. This could be good. I wonder if the the tone is. I think it's gonna be a lot different than um, Suicide Squad the movie.
1: Yeah, it's probably it, it'll be similar in some ways. I'm sure, but yeah, it, but sillier. This looks sillier because it's all Peacemaker being a dork.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely watch this uh on the HBO's. Um something we I don't know if we'll watch this next one, but it is the uh, we got a teaser for Black Adam. And this is The Rock, right? The Rock is playing him or no?
1: Yeah, this is The Rock okay. in a a role that I think he sort of manifested by saying he was going to play yeah. a, a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything. The this is too early to have a plot synopsis. This is just a little teaser trailer where he's summoned and then he like Turns the archaeologist who summons him into like a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about this. He looks like an evil Shazam.
2: Yeah, they summon him by saying Shazam, right?
1: Yeah. So they say Shazam, he pops up. Is she, is is he? I never saw the first Shazam because I can't stand Zachary Levi. So is he like a genie or what is this? Is that Kazam?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the. Uh, Baronstein Bears universe yeah. where uh, Sinbad is, is uh, a genie.
1: Is The Rock a genie?
2: <laughs> the Rock's a genie. So the the Shazam movie is, is not bad. It's pretty good. Um, you know, it's a nice wrapped up story. You know, it's it doesn't feel very DC like in relation to the other stuff. I liked it. I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray, but I liked it.
1: I, uh, I imagine that I I, I think you're probably right about it. It's just, what I can't, I don't like him. I don't like Zachary Levi.
2: Did you watch Chuck?
1: No, uh, I started to and I got bored with it. And then uh, I, I have friends who worked on a project with him. And uh, what I know from that makes me not like him.
2: Ah, okay. The girl who played Miranda Lawson is in that Chuck show. And she's real pretty.
1: Ivan Strovsky.
2: Yeah, she's so pretty. She's Is she Australian? Yeah. yeah. So this is like, so she, So this guy, he's like a, from what, again, this is the Dumb Dudes podcast, but I think he's like an antihero, like a murdery type of antihero. Black Adam? Yeah, Black Adam. Uh, that's about all I know. Uh, so I don't know what the tone of this is going to be. This, I mean, this you don't really, from the teaser, you just got, he's a scary dude. He's bulletproof, you know
1: i imagine they're setting up a confrontation between him and shazam probably so so they'll cross over so i imagine the tone can't be too far off from the shazam tone
2: that's probably that's probably accurate um if you're a dc fan you definitely know more than us uh but you're probably frustrated with this podcast if you're a dc fan
1: (laughs) you probably (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do our best it's just we're not we we don't have built-in allegiance to dc so no. it's probably annoying if you but like we're super hyped for the batman
2: yeah we we, we do want the batman the i'll tell you what we don't want nick
1: mm-hmm.
2: it is the flash
1: okay so i love michael keaton i love michael keaton I love the Michael Keaton Batman movie from 1989. Yep. I would do most. I would do anything to see him reprise his role, but I won't watch Flash.
2: Not only where were, were, are we not hyped for like Flash in general, but like we we both don't like Ezra Miller. It's not Miller time here at the Dumb Dudes Podcast.
1: The entire problem is Ezra Miller.
2: It really is, and and not only do you get just one Ezra Miller in this, you get multiple Ezra Millers. no no no. that is that is the opposite of what we want we're trying to get less Ezra Miller and you're giving us multiples no he is he is so cringy the first this because
1: this isn't technically a trailer it's like a first look because they don't have enough footage but he's wearing like a collar and like this weird sleeveless jean thing and it's just like he looks like someone who would have a pacifier at a rave that's like got (laughs) ecstasy on it
2: (laughs) it it looks like a drunk guy who went into the storage closet at warner brothers and, and he found the costumes from clueless and just started like grabbing stuff and like just throwing it on
1: he looks like someone stole his clothes at a party and so he had to go into like a random closet but it was just some like girl so he had to wear her clothes, but then he put some of the accessories on too.
2: That rave that he went to with the ecstasy on the on the pacifier, he ended up naked at that rave and ran out, and then just stole clothes off a homeless guy.
1: Yeah. He stole he stole clothes out of a Gap dumpster. That's it. And he cut
2: a belt in half and put it half the belt around his neck.
1: Yeah. So that's just that's not even the movie. That's like a prelude, but. It it doesn't show Michael Keaton only from the bat with his cowl on or, or possibly just the the suit is on like a mannequin or something and they're in the bat cave. Yeah. Then there's another Flash that's wearing a Batman suit with a Flash lightning painted on it. And I just, I love Michael Keaton, but I, I won't,
2: I can't, I can't, I can't,
1: not with Ezra Miller. Maybe I can watch the clips of just Michael Keaton scenes on YouTube.
2: Is this multiverse stuff? Are they getting into multiverse?
1: Yeah, the Flash is sort of built around multiverse stuff because he's he can like run in between multiverses and stuff.
2: Well Marvel Marvel has already done it right, so I expect them to get it wrong probably.
1: Yeah, well if Ezra Miller's involved. He was the worst part of that stand adaptation too. He was the trash can man and he just did a
2: very bad job. He
1: was too crazy.
2: It's not Miller time. It's not Miller time. No. Uh, so we're not gonna i'm probably never gonna see this no uh then we have a trailer well it's, it's more like a featurette uh for shazam 2
1: and fury of the gods
2: what's it called fury of
1: the gods fury of the Gods. Olymp, olympian uh stuff at play here
2: yeah they like go to olympus it looks like right
1: yeah which is makes sense because we've seen wonder woman so we know that like Ares was there and the The Pantheon is real, and so this all fits into their little uh, universe, such as it is.
2: Yeah, so Marvel has the Norse, and then uh, DC has the Greek.
1: Yep, but you know, I think Russell Crowe's playing Zeus in uh, Thor Love and Thunder, so Marvel's going to have the Greek as well.
2: And, And there you have it. So this, uh, the scale of this is much bigger than that first movie. I think the first movie did really well and didn't have that, like, a humongous budget. Uh, made a lot of money. And so they're like, well, let's just scale it up. And so they're doing that. A lot of good, it looks like there could be some cool stunt stuff in this in this movie.
1: Yeah, that I will agree with.
2: Um, I'm most excited for Lucy Liu in this because I like Lucy Liu. And she still looks. I mean, she's like a vampire. She still looks great.
1: So is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren's like seventy, and she she still looks good.
2: She she got a lot of energy for a seventy year old woman. I mean, she just still just making stuff. You know?
1: Yeah. Just like she's in like Fast and the Furious and stuff.
2: Yeah, and she's in that movie. Was it Red? Was it called Red?
1: Yeah, yeah, with Bruce Willis. He yeah. probably didn't. He probably didn't want to be in there.
2: No. John. Wasn't John Malkovich in that?
1: Yeah, he was. He had the little stuffed pig. He was the best part of that movie. I never saw the sequel to Red.
2: Don't you do a don't you do a John Malkovich?
1: Uh Benjamin, it's not polite to ask if someone does an impression of John Malkovich. He might be in the room with them at the time. You never know where John Malkovich might be.
2: <laughs> He's a multi-dimensional being.
1: <sighs> One of my favorite trailers and this is appropriate because this is a trailer podcast, is the voiceover, like, because trailer voiceover guy doesn't really do jobs anymore because they don't voiceover trailers. Right. But Being John Malkovich, just the, the, the lead-up to the title, oh, man.
0: John Cusack, Cameron Diaz, Catherine Keener, and John Malkovich being... John Malkovich.
1: It's so good. <laughs> I'll put the I'll replace that with the real
2: one. Yeah, of course, of course. But,
1: uh, yeah, that was uh, that stuck in my head since the year it came out, which I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was directed by Spike Jones.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Hey, I'll tell you a trailer that's going to stick out in my mind for a long time. It is the Cowboy Bebop, the live-action Cowboy Bebop trailer that just came out, guys, guys.
1: I'm all in on all things Cowboy Bebop.
2: Uh, the, yeah, me too. Th- this trailer, this might be the coolest trailer that has come out since we started this podcast.
1: Yeah, this is a this is they they didn't make like a trailer of things of the show like little clips that's coming. They're still doing that, but this is like a little featurette that they made showcasing the characters and. It's sort of built around how the title sequence looks, but there's this line that moves around the screen, and they can interact with it and move it, and it changes the colors and like, it's so cool. If you're gonna watch one of these this week, watch the Cowboy Bebop one.
2: Oh man! At one point, Spike even grabs the line, and it becomes a bow staff, and he fights with it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's which, so cool. He looks John Cho looks so good as Spike with his hair like that. Yeah, and he's got that that I don't care face down perfectly. Uh, the dude that's playing Jet looks great, and uh, the the woman who's playing Faye looks great. I I, I thought I always think of Faye as very tall, so uh, she's kind of short for the Netflix one, but she has like the attitude and the voice down yeah, for me. Yeah, so yeah. I I'm, I'm really excited about this.
2: I'm really excited about this too. I think mean, I and this is this a series, right? It's not a movie, right? It's a series. Yeah, this
1: is a series. I believe this is season one. There's no sighting of Ed yet in any of the trailers. Yeah. So we don't know if Ed's in it yet or if she's going to be in season 2. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, this I cannot wait for this. I it's coming. this is November, right? No November? Yeah, yeah, November um, 19th. And, God, there's so much good stuff coming out in November. I cannot wait. November worry. is jam-packed. Yeah, it really is. So, we'll definitely be this is just dripping with style. Uh, I had two separate you're one of two separate people that sent this to me it was like it's dripping with style. <laughs> it really is though.
1: <laughs> That's the best way to to describe it frankly
2: it really is so we are all in on the cowboy bebops uh all right next trailer here is hit monkey this is like a pretty much the same as what we saw previously
1: well i feel like this one must have been longer because i was a little intrigued with the first one and they lost me with this one
2: yeah Did, did, did the folks who made archer make this
1: yeah there's some people from archer made this yeah
2: yeah i just they're not hooking me at all dude
1: no, it doesn't. I like. I I might watch an episode to see if it's like a hidden gem, but it's not. It's not working for me f- so far.
2: No, I think it's probably going to be on par with like Modok as far as like watchability and 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 uh, quality. You know,
1: I've decided uh, Marvel is is treating Hulu like a testing ground for things. They're like we're going to try things here and see yeah. if it works, like that Hellstrom show and uh, Cloak and Modok. Dagger. Cloak and Dagger was on ABC Freeform, which is a channel that no one knows where is.
2: <laughs> how do you like? How do you even watch that?
1: I don't know. I didn't. I've I've had it explained to me several times since that show came out, and I just I can't retain the knowledge.
2: No, oh, it's like it's like the equivalent of like a Betamax or something. Like there's like no way to see it.
1: There's an episode of Cowboy Bebop about a Betamax tape, oh, nice. and and how there's no way to see what's on it. <laughs> That's great,
2: yeah. So, Hit Monkey, eh, um, I'll skip this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, next trailer here is Uncharted. This is with Tom Holland.
1: Yeah, this is a big one for this week. This is a movie that that people didn't think would be made. Not quite as intensely as Why the Last Man, but uh, it kept changing directors and writers and stuff. And then it it ended up with Ruben Fleischer, director of uh, Zombieland and Venom One. <sighs>
2: Uh, I don't think Tom Holland's right for this.
1: I don't either. Like, I like Tom Holland. Obviously, I love Spider Man.
2: Yeah, we love it.
1: I don't think I don't think of him as a Nathan Drake character.
2: No. Mm-mm. no, he he doesn't have the the same like the same vibe to me.
1: He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't come off as sarcastic. Which I played. I don't. I, I should preface this as I'm not a, like a fan of the Uncharted games. I don't dislike them. I just i didn't get into them when they came out and i can't play old games so i tried to play the uncharted 1 remaster and it was just like i, I can't this is too much too old for me i don't like it
2: this should have been made 15 years ago with nathan fillion
1: yeah as everyone had said it's like a it's a nathan fillion type character yeah uh nathan fillion or some sarcastic like ryan reynolds even uh yeah not tom holland no. i like tom holland and, and i do think this looks good i think it's miscast but i think it looks good because like mark Wahlberg is sully and i don't like mark Wahlberg, but he's in this and he's sully sophia ali is is chloe who i remember from the game i liked her in the game so i have nothing against the sophia actress i never heard of her
2: the also i, w- I want to say this like there's some cool stunts in this and there's some like cool stuff but at the end there is some CGI that is real Gumby looking like it is not good. Like there's where, like there's a scene at the very end where Tom Holland's like tumbling out of a plane and you can literally see the frame where it switches from the real life Tom Holland to the CGI Tom Holland. And it's like, it looks completely different. Like it, it takes you right out. Cause you're like, Oh,
1: Jay sent me a, he asked me if I saw this, uh, this trailer he asked me if i had seen it and i said yeah i said it looks good but i never played the games he said well there's there's one thing that looks just like the games and it's his really unrealistic looking jumps (laughs) 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 so that's pretty much along the same lines yeah
2: yeah yeah i'll i mean i'll see this i will watch this i'm not like excited for it it just doesn't i don't know
1: yeah it's 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 a movie that's coming out that i'll watch I'm not going to probably go see it in the theater.
2: Oh, no. Nah. I'll wait till this comes out like on HBO or something. Yeah. Yeah, so Uncharted, there it is. Uh, next trailer here is The After Party.
1: So this is a retelling of the same night told through a different character's perspective, each with its own unique visual format and film genre to match the teller's personality, which is awesome. Uh, All of a sudden, in Philadelphia, did that with a Halloween episode where they did it from each of their perspectives. Uh... Obviously, there's the movie Rashomon, which is kind of like that. And then there's that Batman animated series episode where those three guys are describing the encounter with Batman from their perspectives. Oh, yeah. Which is a Rashomon-based thing. And I love that uh, format. So I I will probably watch this because it's on Apple TV, which I have.
2: Yeah, it looks like it could be pretty funny.
1: That and, yeah, the cast is really good. Like, yeah, uh, Sam Richardson is in it and he... He's in a lot of good stuff. He's in Veep, he's in Bojack Horseman, he's in the last two episodes of season two of Ted Lasso. Tia Sirkar is in it. She is Sabine Wren and Star Wars Rebels. Uh Dave Franco, we got Tiffany Hadish, we got Ben Schwartz. We all love Ben Schwartz. Alana Glazer, Ike baronholtz I know all these guys. There's a lot of people in here I know. Yeah. So I wanna watch this. Uh I don't it's it seems to be some sort of crime plot.
2: Yeah. Some guy gets thrown off of a ledge or a balcony or something to the beach. And we're going to
1: get to the bottom by the end. Get to the bottom of
2: this. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, So, yeah. So, maybe we'll check this out. Uh, Next trailer here, The Princess Switch 3. I can tell you my wife, Erin, is excited about this.
1: I'm excited for the Seeing Double podcast episode that will be about this. Because they did the first two. And uh, it's very funny when they do a a movie that's bad on that podcast because they have to watch it. So then, listening to them recount the whole movie is very funny.
2: This, they, I mean, these movies really do one up each other in just the absurdity and the cringiness. It's this this trailer was just straight cringe.
1: It's high level cringe. the The plot synopsis of this one is. When a priceless relic is stolen, Queen Margaret and Princess Stacy enlist the help of Margaret's cousin Fiona, and teams up with a man from her past to retrieve it, with romance and resulting in a very unexpected switch. <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, this is a, a Netflix holiday movie, like a Christmas movie about princesses starring Vanessa Hudgens as three different characters.
2: What was the What was the Colonel Sanders movie?
1: Uh, it had Mario Lopez in it. I forget yeah.
2: what it was called though. Yeah. robot voice?
0: It was called a recipe for seduction.
2: Thank you. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, this, ha- this has like vibes of that to me.
0: Yeah. It'll be like that pretty much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so looking forward to the seeing double podcast, uh, about this.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll probably listen to that and not actually watch this. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next trailer here is ambulance. And this is that, uh, uh, oh, what's it? Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal
1: and a Michael Bay-directed movie about an ambulance. And it's it's Michael, it's Michael, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and it's uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, who has been in pretty much everything lately. And uh, Isa Gonzalez, who I don't really know her. Uh, I don't know any other of these people in the list here, but the plot is... Uh, Two robbers steal an ambulance after their heist goes awry. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most generic.
2: God, it is. It's so generic. I mean, it's Michael Bay. It's like you've seen it a hundred times. I mean, if you if you cut scenes from other Michael Bay movies into this, you wouldn't be able to tell.
1: That's a that's a hundred percent accurate. And it could even be Transformers. Like that's how bonkers this one is anyway.
2: Yeah, there's. I mean, you just like a super cut. Of all his movies, it would be like, okay, now which movies were in the supercut? I don't know. Michael Bay. (laughs) I'm
1: pretty sure that Jake is the bad guy in this. But I also... It was very hard to pay attention to this because of how generic it was. So I'm pretty sure Jake is the bad guy. And Yaya Abdul-Mateen is the good guy. And the ambulance driver.
2: Yeah. So I... i I, i'm not gonna watch this
1: no no no
2: no that's a no that's a no speaking of michael bay we have a special disease trailer
1: yeah so this week for the 100th episode our adele disease trailer we're going to talk about is the trailer for a little upcoming movie it's going to be coming out uh this upcoming year of 1998 this movie stars bruce willis billy bob thornton Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Will Patton, Steve Bascemi, William Figner, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, Peter Stormare. Need I Go On? We are talking, of course, about our, our Megadon. Megadon.
2: Yeah, so de- when you watch this trailer, buddy, Michael Bay's name never comes up.
1: Nope, it's all about the cast in this one. And and I expected this to have trailer guy voice over and be like, in a world. But that this movie did not. It was all it was all in movie dialogue until it started saying the actors' names at the end.
0: Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, Will Patton, and Steve Buscemi.
2: Yeah, it was just like text, like text, and then it felt kind of like a fa- fairly modern. The music was was not very good. Um, no, and,
1: and it was extremely nineties-ish, like. Yeah like, cuz the movie is, you know, it's Michael Bay in the yeah. 90s. It's exactly what you expect. I mean, yeah. you've seen you've seen Armageddon, Armageddon.
2: <laughs> I don't remember so much of this like yellow orange uh like uh tint to it or or what do they call it? a filter?
1: Yeah, it looks like a Michael Mann movie. It looks like Miami Vice.
2: Yeah, it looks like it looks like they're on the surface of Mars, but <laughs> they're on Earth.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really looks weird i i don't i don't i was surprised at how modern this trailer is while still looking super 90s like without the voiceover with the in movie dialogue yeah uh it was cut in a way where i understood the plot unlike that ambulance movie like it just lays it out there for you i mean it's armageddon it's not complicated but uh yeah i think uh i think bruce willis looks like he's gonna have a long happy career after this movie don't you (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah that's i mean uh he's he's a hot ticket i think he'll only be making good stuff after this
1: yeah and that ben affleck kid he's he looks like he's gonna successfully lead several superhero franchises
2: <laughs> lol yeah <laughs> uh, it would be funny to have a conversation with our former selves uh if you could go back and have a conversation and be like man
1: do you know who wrote our Arm- megadon i don't yeah you, you know him you love him jj abrams oh no way i didn't know that and i'm on the imdb page right now i did not know that about this movie wow He's I, he's got a co-writing so he wrote he wrote it with jonathan jonathan hensley who i i also am aware of but uh yeah so that's our megadon,
2: our megadon. well folks um that is the disease trailer and uh so that does it for the new new trailers please welcome the wickedly talented
0: one and only Adele
2: uh, but let's talk about some trailer malures
1: our question last week uh, was not very popular <laughs> we i thought it was a good question but not very popular what do you think is the most convoluted hard to follow or flat out dumb continuity
2: so robo said spider-man 3 and he and I already say uh, I already agree with him. He says, uh, "How can the first two be so freaking good, but the third one be so freaking bad? I don't understand, and nor does anyone else."
1: I understand. It's because Avi Arad, the head of Marvel uh, Pictures at that time, the Sony Marvel Pictures, forced him to include Venom because he said that the the public wanted Venom, and uh, Sam Raimi who is not from the uh the venom generation did not want to do this he wanted to make sandman which is the third villain in the comics he's literally was going in order of of comic villains and that is why all of the sandman stuff in spider-man 3 is excellent and all the venom stuff is terrible because it's just shoehorned in because he was forced to do it uh not his fault definitely abby fault
2: Avi Rod and, um, um... Amy Pascal. Amy Pascal and then and Pearl Mutter.
1: Yeah, Ike Mutter.
2: Y'all can all... Y'all need to just lose y'all's jobs and then just let Kevin Feige have all of it. Pearl
1: Mutter did lose his job because of Kevin Feige.
2: <laughs> good. Yep. Yeah, I'm so sick of this crap. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think it's, it's all good now with Kevin Feige in charge of everything.
2: Yeah, that's what we want. That's what we want. Um...
1: And Mandy said Star Wars, which can be true, but you can also take Star Wars as just the red guys are bad. <laughs> the red lightsabers are bad. The green lasers are bad. And you can take it at that basic a level, but also you can try and get into the space politics of the of the trade federation and the prequels. Or you can, you can be me and follow every single Star Wars thing and keep up with all the... Uh, animated series and all of the little tie-in novels and everything so you're not wrong mandy
2: you're you're not wrong you can even get into um conspiracy theories like jar jar binks is the the most sith uh he's the biggest sith lord ever
1: yeah that's one of my favorite like internet fan theories
2: (laughs) so yeah you're not wrong mandy for sure
1: yep and if you want to be not wrong you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com which is what kevin does or you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast, which is what most people do. Or you can go on Twitter and tell when we have a new episode, but do not try and contact us on Twitter. I don't check the notifications, and I never will. Uh, our, tra- our Twitter handle is at Trailer underscore Blazers. Uh, and if you're feeling generous, you can go on to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens.
0: Yeah, folks, I don't tell you what's gonna happen if you go on Apple Podcasts and you leave a five star rating on there. Alright, you know it's gonna help us, and I'm gonna have to do something. But truly, this is not episode one hundred for Creek Mickey. I ain't been on here hundred episodes yet, so in my mind, ain't nothing special about this episode. But we're gonna get to episode the real episode one hundred pretty soon when that when you know for me. You say, well, Quick Mickey, that's a little self centered, don't you think? Busy. Really? Can't be no Children's the podcast without Queen Mickey. At this point. At this point. So, anyway, what are we going to do if we let that far start running along time, Busy. Well, we're probably going to do a, a super cut of, uh, of michael bay movies and then we're gonna play a game saying can you identify what movie this came from and i bet you won't win and that's a tip.
1: thank you quick Mickey, effervescent reticulated and resplendent as always i i hear you had a little uh a trek over to another podcast last week could you tell us about that
0: yeah, I don't even know who those folks, those, those fellas were that, day. somebody, uh, they wrote me into this one. Let me just tell you. I think they hired me on Fiverr, you know that, on that site, and they hired me to do that, and, uh, ended up putting me, ended up making it in the show. Didn't hit the cutting room floor on that one, baby. So I got, they, they got some kind of sense over there. But I don't know if what I was saying was true or not. I mean I just read the well, I wasn't reading no scripts. I was I was going off of the dome, you know, we just a stream of consciousness. Anyway, they seem like nice enough folks, I'm hope I hope they succeed in life.
1: Yep, so if you wanna hear quick make he stop by, uh he he was on Seeing Double Podcast episode one hundred and twenty-two what we do in the shadows ghosts and it's a good episode Stefan brad will take care of you over there at seeing double podcast and then just stick around for the, the ending it's very 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 funny uh for the trailer blazers my name is nick kelly and i'm dripping with style happy trailsers
2: and i'm ben moon and while i like a cold one it's not miller time happy trailsers and welcome back folks to the vid yo games
0: one quarter portion
2: of the show uh we have not played any video games
0: not a
1: one uh i haven't i have not touched controller one
2: no and neither i just uh i'm so tired at night lately i've just been watching Gundam and that's i have i have enough juice in the tank to do like one or two episodes and then i go to bed
1: I just play with the dog and let the dog out.
2: That's a game. That's a video game. That's not a video game. That's a game. Yeah, that's just games with a dog. Game of life with dog. Life with dog. Coming to a coming to a Wisconsin house near you.
1: Although Derek did say today when he stopped
2: by that he looks like a Nintendo dog. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does. Oh, what a sweetie pie. Um, well, we haven't been planning things, but there is a little bit of new news here. Um, HTC has got a new portable VR. Uh, it's not even a headset; it's like glasses.
1: Wasn't? Didn't Google try and do this, and everyone made fun of them until they went out of business?
2: Um, this is a little bit different than Google Glass, I think. Um, this is they call this is called the HTC Vive Flow, and I don't know. I think from this article and seen at it we didn't get a lot of like hey here was my impression i'm the guy that put them on and like here's what i thought it was just like they just kind of talked about it so i didn't get a good sense of like what it how it looks or how it performs
1: it's like a, the, it's like someone had an idea for this and we're gonna put it into an article so anyway there might be like a more mobile htc vibe coming out
2: and it, uh, I think it connects to your phone. So is it like using your phone's processor?
1: Probably, yeah. Like those Samsung headset things that came with the phone when you bought it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Um, so I don't know. We, we need more. I mean, we'll put, I don't know. I don't even know if we'll put the link in here. Who, who cares? Uh, look up HTC Vive Flow. Google it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Find out for yourself. They'll be lazy. <laughs> like us. Uh, So that is a thing that's coming out, I guess. Um, The other more exciting piece of news, in my opinion, is there is apparently a a new Splinter Cell in the works, baby.
1: Yeah, so there's a new Splinter Cell got greenlit over there at Ubisoft. Uh, This article was was confused about who was actually working on it because they didn't think it was the flagship Ubisoft Montreal or whatever. They think it's going to be like a side studio, but it, you know... That doesn't matter to me as long as the game is good and it's not like conviction.
2: Yeah. And like, I feel like at Ubisoft, like everybody works on it. The credits on Ubisoft games are insane. They're always the longest credit. I mean, they literally go on for like 30 minutes.
1: I love Splinter Cell. It's been like eight years since Blacklist came out. Uh, We're due for a new one.
2: We really are. And I know a lot of people love this, love Splinter Cell and they will buy it. So give it to us. Here's our hope, Nick. I hope that the director of this game or or whoever is like as a fan of chaos theory and yeah and it'll be they'll bring some of the less actiony more stealthy elements
1: yes yeah chaos theory and pandora tomorrow are the two best ones
2: yeah and 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 what we what we want is like almost like that hitman level of you can approach this in a lot of different ways it's like a it's not an open world it's a it's a single environment You can approach the mission a lot of different ways. You have a lot of tools at your disposal, lethal, non-lethal, whatever. And and that's what we want. And that's a tip. And that's a tip. So very excited about that uh, and looking forward to that. Maybe 2023, I think, is what they're aiming for. All right, so we do have a couple of new trailers here. The first one is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League.
1: Yeah, so uh despite the fact that Amanda Waller in this is clearly the same actress that plays the one character from Jedi Fallen Order cuz it's like the same render. Uh I'm not loving the aesthetic of this. I love the the Rocksteady games, the Batman ones. Uh, but I don't know. I, this seems too I think I like what what you're saying. It's like a poor man's Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy game. Like it just yeah. doesn't look doesn't look
2: good it it, it kind of doesn't um Steady made this so I assume that it'll be good as long as they don't put Batmobile stuff in it
1: yeah the, um, the gameplay might be good but like I didn't really the, like the designs in the trailer for the, the characters char- yeah
2: I don't really like the characters I don't like the Guardians are m- m- way more interesting the Avengers are way more interesting
1: mm-hmm and I like the suicide squad but that was because it was a James Gunn movie
2: yeah I I, I am not really into this uh i'm still into that that uh, gotham knights game i still do want to play that
1: yeah that's the the, the batman game that i want to play i don't want to i don't i was intrigued about this when they announced this the suicide squad game but seeing this trailer turned me off it was like the hit monkey of video game trailers
2: yeah, how's a team of non-meta? There's like like shark guys like the only meta human, right, in this? That's like how are a bunch of non-meta humans going to beat a team of meta humans?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't and I won't know cuz I'm not going to play it. No,
2: I won't play it either. Uh, what we will play is this next thing which is Starfield. This is their settled systems overview, and it's just kind of an explanation of a little, you know, a little bit about how like the I guess the background of the game and it made me want to play it even more.
1: Yeah, uh, I want to play this. This is looks really good. Uh, every little thing they they put out for this makes me want to know the world more. It might be kind of generic sci-fi, but I think it's going to be a wide-reaching generic sci-fi. And it'll have a, a Bethesda flair to it. Because they always have some sort of personality in their games. Even Because like, Skyrim is generic fantasy, but everyone loves Skyrim.
2: Yeah it is pretty generic i mean you're i like the scale of this it's 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 50 it's within 50 light years so all the settled systems are within 50 light years of earth mm-hmm. so i just i like to know we're getting little bits of information like that like here is the scale of the game and and, and here's what's encompassing uh, we know what year it happens and now it's in 2330 so 300 years from now or a little bit more or no 200 years from now sorry If I can do math Yep And so this uh, Yeah just Give us a Bethesda game in space That's what we want
1: That's what I want
2: Yeah with a new engine and all that So uh, Gonna put it in our veins Uh, The last trailer that we have here Is for Haunted Chocolatier And this is made by the same folks Who made Stardew Valley
1: This is a total Jess game It's like Stardew Valley But more like Graveyard Keeper Which is Like one of her Go to games uh so if this is like for free or on super sale when she's perusing it this will be a just game that she'll play
2: yeah um a lot shares a lot of assets with stardew valley both in like textures and sounds and all that
1: aesthetics yeah aesthetics. it looks it looks like stardew valley but it, the plot is like weird yeah i actually was, i was
2: wondering if this was like an expansion of stardew valley
1: it looks more like an expansion of Graveyard Keeper. I'm not familiar with that. It's Stardew Valley, but you're instead of like a farmer, you're a graveyard tender, and there's oh. like zombies and stuff. So Jess played it for not nearly as much as Slime Rancher, but it was probably a, a close second to that one.
2: Okay, well, yeah, this does definitely sounds like a Jess game then. Yeah. So it's probably gonna be good. It's probably gonna be good quality, like Stardew Valley.
1: Yeah, if you like those kind of games, this is this cool looking
2: one. Yeah. For sure, uh, and that that about does it for the video games. Um, unless you got anything else, not a thing. Oh, oh, I do have something else.
1: Oh, never happened before. Episode one hundred.
2: <laughs> hey, um, right now, I believe um, while we're recording this, there is a free trial for Writer's Republic. Ooh. So uh, the way I understand it is, you can play it for four hours, and that's it. And then if you buy the game, your progress carries over to the, to the purchase game. Nice. So I, to, I actually think I'm going to go try this out on Stadia as soon as we hop off of here. Let me know how it is. I will let you know. Uh, but but until next time, folks, I'm Ben Moon, and I also share many assets with Stardew Valley. Happy Trailsers.
1: And I'm Nick Kelly, and I'm going to kill the Justice League Snyder Cut. Happy Trailsers. Happy Trailsers. <laughs>
0: Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, Will Patton, and Steve Buscemi. the
2: other team! Back back. Get
0: that is my father! There. You don't have to worry about me and my team. we will get the job done.
2: Megadon
0: a Jerry Bruckheimer production directed by Michael Bay